Battle Ready Broadcast, believing what it says. Welcome back to Battle Ready. We are finishing up chapter four in the book of Revelation, and we're going to be going into chapter five, hopefully. Um, I want to welcome you, say thank you, happy Easter week, happy Easter weekend. Um, Open your Bibles to Revelation chapter four. I think we're going to finish, but I think you're going to start in a different place. So I'm going to let you regroup and reroute us to where you want to go. So I want to start in 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 11. And he said, this is, this is God talking to Elijah, who is very, very, very discouraged. Mm-hmm. And he's, it's kind of ironic that he is discouraged he because just he's just battle. come off of the greatest victory. Mm-hmm. Right? But he had, he had to... victories with Jezebel and, the, and Baal, right? The, with all those prophets. prophets of Baal on Mount Carmel. And God shows himself to be the one true God by fire. And then Elijah, right after that victory, goes into a severe depression. Mm-hmm. Right? Just wants to die. Uh-huh. And God ministers to him. He takes care of him. He loves him. Mm-hmm. He's gentle with him. And then he teaches him something. And, and verse 11 says, this is God speaking. God said, go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by. And a great and strong wind rent the mountains. And break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. Mm -hmm. And it was so that when Elijah heard it, that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering in of the cave and behold there came a voice to him and said what doest thou here Elijah mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so the Lord passed by then all these fierce loud noisy powerful devastatingly mm-hmm. powerful acts passed before his eyes but when God truly dealt with Elijah's heart it was in a That's still small, small gentle voice And I say that because we just saw a glimpse last week into the throne room of heaven. Mm -hmm. We saw living beings praising God nonstop, never, never resting, never stopping. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And and they, they, they never stopped saying how wonderful God is and praising God. What are they read their actual words? They say, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God almighty who was and is and is to come. And every time they say that, we saw 24 elders around a table that are a picture for Mm -hmm. us of all those redeemed, Old and New Testament, all those redeemed Mm -hmm. by God and saved by God out of this world, fall down, they cast their crowns at the feet of Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. And they start praising Jesus. And we read that these beasts have faces like a lion and like an ox and like an eagle. Right? And what was the other face? Did I say the right thing? They have faces like in chapter 4. I don't want to get it wrong. Hang on. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, first beast was like a like lion. Like a calf. Seven, a yeah. calf, a man, and an eagle. A flying eagle. Okay. 
the first one was like a, a lion, a calf, a man, and an eagle, right? All these mm-hmm. faces, these different, we said that was like the Gospels telling about the different aspects of Christ, right? The four mm-hmm. Gospels showing Jesus, mm-hmm. Revelation, we're just revealing who he is and revealing who he is and revealing mm-hmm. who he is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's exactly what was happening with Elijah's. God was revealing who Christ is. Christ does his most this is the thing that's hard to understand. This is the paradox, right, that we don't get a hold of. Calvary wasn't a loss. Calvary was the greatest victory ever fought and won. Mm-hmm. That's the, true. the fact that Christ surrendered and was gentle mm-hmm. and meek, mm-hmm. opened not his mouth. Was it because he didn't have the strength to overturn Pilate and overturn Herod he and overturn have. the world? He could have. It was, it was all power. Control. Under supreme control, mm-hmm. right? That meekness, mm-hmm. that that quietness before that, that not answering back, mm-hmm. allowing the nails, allowing the stripes, allowing the mocking and the thorns and the humiliation, the shame. Greatest victory ever accomplished. Ever, because no, the the biggest person you have to fight is you, mm-hmm. and the biggest person I have to fight is me. To master ourselves is more challenging than mastering any other human being or power or authority, right? Mm-hmm. I agree. And Christ in his perfectness Took care, and that. obedience mm-hmm. did that. Mm-hmm. So when we get into chapter 5 and we see yet another picture of Jesus, I want you to see not, I want you to see where the power really is and how it makes your neck swivel. Mm-hmm. Right? A little bit, yes. The power is represented not as you expect it to be represented. No. The still small voice is more powerful than the earthquake, than the fire, than the tornado, than mm-hmm. all the things human beings are impressed with. Mm-hmm. The fact that God would speak to you, mm-hmm. that's the most powerful thing you've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Right? I agree. That the God of the universe is capable of whispering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. It's the biggest paradox, the biggest mystery, I think, in all of Scripture, Mm -hmm. is that when His perfect power, all-consuming power, under control, that's the victory. Okay. (laughs) That's how I want to start talking about chapter 5, because we get it wrong. Like uh, we, We think about the cross as, look what they did to Jesus. The cross is not, look what they did to Jesus. The cross is, look what Jesus was able to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you see what I yes. mean? And the, the thought that um, the temptations were to keep him from going to the what cross. What did they all want him to do? Anything but the cross. <laughs> Anything but that. Right? Mm-hmm. They, want him, they want him, Peter pulls out a sword, he cuts off the high priest's servant's ear. Mm-hmm. Let's fight. Mm-hmm. You yes, have enough people with you, Jesus, that we can take we it. can fight we can this and we can take the kingdom. What do they all expect from him? They expect the lion, mm-hmm. which he is, mm-hmm. right? I see where you're going with this. They, they accept answer. the lamb, mm-hmm. which he, or they don't expect the lamb. They expect a man. Rise up and be mm-hmm. a human authority on earth mm-hmm. and take the power that you deserve and your mm-hmm. lineage says it's you. rightfully yours and, and all that. T- take it. Mm-hmm. And right, be says, the ox, be the one that bears the burdens of this nation, and and be that one that carries everybody with that huge amount of strength, and that and that power, and and the way you're able, you command the sea, mm-hmm. and and you call you out demons, and, you, and yeah. you raise the dead. Be that Jesus, 
And he said, I'm getting ready to show you something that's bigger than that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. I agree. Okay. So, but just because we need to finish up chapter four a little bit, let's go to four <clears> verse nine. So, because we've talked about, let's just talk about the beasts that are there for just a second. And beasts, I've read like every commentator I've read, and I love the King James Version. I would never trade it for anything. Mm-hmm. But every commentator says you need to pay attention to that word beast because mm-hmm. that's creatures. not the way we use that word. Right. It's not, we're not talking about wild animals. Like we're, we're, talking about we're talking about alive, creature created beings mm-hmm. that represent the Gospels, which represent Christ. Christ. Okay. And verse, well, let's start then at verse 7 of chapter 4. And the first beast was like a lion, and the second beast like a calf, and the third beast had a face as a man, and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. Um, I wanted to say... Uh, Zoan is the word, the Greek word, right? And it's and it means living creatures. Uh-huh. So just remember that too. And the fourth beast had had each of them. No, I said that wrong. And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within, and they rest not day and night, saying, "Holy, holy, holy, Lord God Almighty," which was and is and is to come. And if you're with me, now first of all, there's going to be all kinds of things we stumble over tonight. True. And there's going to be things you say, well, I don't see it that way. Good. That's okay. Good. That's all right. <laughs> see what you see. But if you take these things as being a representation of the gospel, I want if maybe you don't know what I mean when I say that. So go ahead. Right? Yes, yes. So if you don't know what I mean when I say that, Matthew talks about his kingly line. Mm-hmm. He says he's, he should be king. Mm-hmm. He traces the fact that he should be like a lion. the ruler mm-hmm. of Israel. Mm-hmm. That's what he should be, like the lion, like the king. Mm-hmm. And and we have it, we have the calf or Mark mm-hmm. who says he's a bearer of burden. He he this he's is this is the one who serves, has the strength to bear up under a huge burden. Okay, and and you have a man. Luke talks about his humanity and his gospel, not like. Oh, he's just a guy, but like he's the perfect sinless man, the only mm-hmm. sinless man to ever live. And look mm-hmm. how he was born of a virgin and look how he never made a mistake. And mm-hmm. look how he outsmarted all the Pharisees and scribes mm-hmm. who tried to trap him. That's what mm-hmm. Luke is like. Look at the man. Mm-hmm. And then John says, but he's the son of he's God. the God from the beginning. He's he the word creator. from the beginning. He's that mighty eagle above it all, mm-hmm. soaring over top. And that's what I mean by the gospel. So I want you... What she just read to think about what the gospel does. The gospel constantly glorifies Christ. If you hear a sermon of the gospel and it glorifies the speaker or it glorifies the Christian, they missed it. Mm -hmm. Because the gospel says, holy, holy, holy. holy. Lord Lord God God Almighty, Almighty, who was was and is and is to to come. come. That's the job of the gospel. Mm Mm-hmm. To show you. To Look show at you him. Mm-hmm. Right? And then the other thing, it's full of eyes. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't mean to slow everything down no, to a dead no, stop. Right but being full of eyes means he sees it all. You can't Omniscient. hide. Mm-hmm. Omniscient. And this this Easter, you missed this because I talked about this a little bit yesterday when oh. we had our Good Friday service. Oh, I didn't get to come. And I missed you a Good Friday oh. service. But we talked about, I, I, I didn't get it out because I couldn't stop crying. But what's really hit me this Easter was that salvation moment of the thief on the cross. And what what broke my heart was, you know, Jesus was crucified, the Bible says, naked. Mm-hmm. They took it, they took mm-hmm. his clothes, and, and he's... he's Shame. Mm-hmm. But Jesus has nothing to be ashamed of, Mm-mm. right? Right. And I thought about that thief, the thieves on the cross, and I thought, 
He's naked too. But he has nothing but shame. When, when they're both mocking, and Luke and I should have marked that to read, for a while they're both mocking. Mm-hmm. They, that's what it says. Right? And mm-hmm. then as he watches Jesus, think about the one thief says to the other, don't you realize that we're here because we deserve it? And he's not. And he he's doesn't. not. Mm-hmm. You know, you should really hold your peace. Mm-hmm. And he looks at him and he says, Lord, mm-hmm. when you come in your kingdom, remember me. And he say, I thought, he's naked. He's, this is a raw, mm-hmm. unprepared, there, no place to hide. You, you're, he's not justifying himself. He's not saying, now I'm going to get really cleaned up and then I'm going to go meet Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hide my sin and go meet. He's dying for his sin. Mm-hmm. He's writhing in agony on a wooden cross. He can hide nothing. Mm-hmm. And in that rawness, Jesus turns to him and says, Today you will be with me in paradise. He say, Jesus takes the time. I just It hit me that no place to run, no, no place to out. hide, Mm-mm. no preparation. Those seven eyes in the book of Revelation, he sees what you've done, and it don't matter. Mm-hmm. And he's seen where you've come from, and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And he sees that here you are in a world of hurt, and you're not going to be any good to him on this. Doesn't matter. You called him Lord. You said Lord. You recognize that he's the Lord, mm-hmm. right? That he's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And that recognition it's saved good. his soul, mm-hmm. didn't it? Mm-hmm. He knew he was there. a sinner. He was. He's confessing it. Didn't get I did it. Of, didn't we get say, how do we punishment. get saved, right? Mm-hmm. Can repent of your sin. Confess of your sin. Acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord. That's what he did. He just told that guy, we deserve to be here. Mm-hmm. He gets That's it. That's true. He gets right? it. Right? Mm-hmm. And I thought about when, when I read this and, the, and the, the, these beasts have these seven eyes, I thought the gospel looks at you. Clear through. To your backbone. Clear through. You can't walk away from honestly reading the gospel and feel really good about yourself. No. You can't. <laughs> because you're going to see yourself in a Pharisee. Yeah. You're going to see yourself in a scribe. You're going to see yourself in, in, a, in, in the blind or person. Or the, you're going to mm-hmm. say, that's me. Mm-hmm. Because it's full of eyes. And it and it knows what it and And all it says is holy, holy, holy. holy. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what it says. We had that conversation a little bit on um, the service that we had for communion and feet washing. And mm-hmm. you kind of said the same thing about how we struggle to get there for that service. We were talking about that. If you want to share that a little bit too. I don't know. I don't if anybody else. Don't does be this offended when us. I say this because there's probably people listening that you don't do foot washing with your communion don't let that be a division just hear what i'm saying with it it's something that our church does and that the early church did and this is something but i i, I think everybody can get the point of this part mm-hmm. I, when we were getting ready to do that our crowd was was down a little bit and it usually is but i i said what strikes me is that i think a lot of people here's why it strikes me okay mm-hmm. i forgot it was communion and foot washing <laughs> <laughs> Only you. And I had the most terrible day ever. Not, not. listen, it's not the most terrible day ever. I was just really aggravated. Mm-hmm. And I needed to take Emma to karate, and I knew I was going to be late getting here. Except I forgot that it was communion, and I didn't even put on a pair of socks. <laughs> okay? And I didn't feel good. And I, did, I, I just didn't, I wasn't, I didn't have any preparation time to get my heart ready to come and do that that day. I didn't have any room. Mm-hmm. 
And I, when, I, when it dawned on me while I was sitting outside of the karate waiting on Emma, I thought, I can't go to church tonight. I said, I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. Right? I need to go home and ready myself before I can come. I, I'm not ready for this. And like the Holy Spirit, like a Mack truck, <laughs> said that's exactly what it's about. It's, the disciples were not ready. They didn't have a clue this was going to happen. When Jesus girds himself with a towel and gets that basin and washes their feet, they had no time to prepare, just like the thief on the cross. They had no time. To, they're looking at each other. Peter says, you're going to wash our feet, right? Cool. We need to wash our own feet. Jesus, that's not mm-hmm. some a job for you. I, we need to get ready before we let you do that. You know, th- this mm-hmm. isn't right. Mm-hmm. Jesus says, if I don't wash you, I, you have no part of me. Peter says, wash everything. <laughs> and uh, and that's Peter. the moment I had on the road. The moment I had on the road was, I know that there are people that stayed home, not because they think they're too good to wash feet, but because they're unable to wash feet. They said, when I get there, I won't be able to do that for someone else. And they stayed home because... Their day was really awful, and mm-hmm. they didn't feel worthy to take communion. Mm-hmm. And they stayed home because their feet were dirty, and they forgot their socks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And when I, I mean that figuratively and spiritually, mm-hmm. I didn't have time to clean myself up before I came. Mm-hmm. And, I wa- and I don't want you to do that anymore. That's a good point. I want you to get that if you can't wash someone else's feet, you are the best example okay. of what it was that Jesus did for us. We couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. He knelt down and washed every foot. He didn't say, now you go. Mm-hmm. Right? No, he didn't. Now, he did tell him, you know, I've washed your feet. You wash one another's feet. We take care of one another. But what he showed with it, that act was his death. And we, He says, do this to show my death until I come. What he's saying is, when you were unable to do for yourself, someone else, Jesus Christ, came and did it for, for you. you. Mm-hmm. And you didn't have to get right. You didn't have to prepare first. You didn't have to clean yourself up first. You didn't have to do... I'm so doing way too take, much talking. No, do you get what perfect. I'm saying? No, you're doing perfect. And it's, you, that this is something takes that you, you, are. you just come because you are loved right where you are and with the ability you have and don't have... So the thief on the cross is also a perfect example of, <laughs> of that, this, of hearing what's going on and then turning and saying, Lord. He had nothing to give Jesus. And as a matter of fact, he didn't even ask for anything. Mm-mm. He doesn't say to Jesus, I'm, uh, make me, what did the disciples say? Can I sit on your right hand? Yeah, no. He doesn't even expect it. He, he just, just said, says, when remember. you get there, will you remember me? Mm-hmm. He says, now I'm going to remember you. You're going to be there too. You're going to be there with me. (laughs) For all eternity. Mm -hmm. And he he didn't have anything. Empty handed. No preparation. And Jesus said, today. So we're coming to the the Easter weekend when this, when the resurrection power and all of the. the, We still think we bring something to the table. And and it has nothing to (laughs) do do with us. Do you know what I'm saying? We still have that idea that God really needs me. Or if I don't do this, I'm not worthy to be where God right. is. Or if I don't do this, I can't. And I want you to know that's the opposite of the point. Mm-hmm. The point is when you could not save yourself, he Christ died, died for away. you. Right. Right? When right. you did when you were a stranger, when you were an enemy, mm-hmm. Christ died for you. Mm-hmm. While yet Just waiting for you to come. While we were yet sinners. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Un- unable to prepare. So and that's what the gospels show you. Just come. Right? 
And the church right? says come, and the bride says and the, come. And, and that's what we're getting ready to go into in Revelation. But you think about, when you think this Easter, and I, and I love, I'm not running it down, I love to look out and see people all dressed up for Easter, because it's a big deal. And I love that they, their little mm-hmm. Easter dresses and, and the things they wear. But I always think, you didn't have to do that. Mm-mm. No. Because just as you are, Mm-hmm. And, and Christ that, girt himself with a towel other, and on the other and side kneel down of and wash your feet. Even if you do dress up, right? he still sees inside you. He sees what well, there's in it, right? Seven eyes. And they, uh, he sees it anyway. But here's the thing. If I could see inside of you and you could see inside of me, we'd turn away from one another. We'd say, oh, that's too much to deal with. I can't handle Christ that. sees it and, says, Come and on. girds himself with a towel and washes your feet. And says, and heads I'm going to a to cross, cross to take it mm-hmm. all on himself. Mm-hmm. What a victory! What a victory! Yes, not Amen caught up, not Amen caught up, not tortured, not by tricked, him. not trapped. He not didn't even die when they made him die. He surrendered when he died. Mm-hmm. When he died, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What a victory! What a victory! What a ma- and I say, what a what a God we serve! What a Savior we oh, adore! What a Savior! And, right? and in the next chapter, He is worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy of all this. So let me finish. Verse 10. The four and twenty elders fall down. We didn't even get to the fifth chapter yet. (laughs) That sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Now thou art worthy, worthy. O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. So just notice that when the um, living creatures raise their praise, the, the elders fall down and worship. And any crown that they've gotten, anything they've gotten as a reward <laughs> of some sort for they what they've done, cast it they feet. throw it at his feet because they realize. What else would you do? You give me this, but really, yeah. right? What else would you do? I have to be honest here. <laughs> it doesn't belong to me. But, but listen again, and I know I say this every time, and I know we've said this a lot, but in verse 11, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. Why? For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. He never fails, no matter when a prophet's talking, no matter when a prophecy's being t- no matter when, he never fails to say just one more time, I made it. Everything that's here it came from me, right? Mm-hmm. I'm the one. And I heard a minister talking about that today, and I and I had to laugh. I did laugh a little bit at it, and I'm sure you've heard this story. The minister said that the you know there's scientists now who can clone life and do these things with animals, and he said. Can you imagine that story, him saying to God, you know, well, I'm a scientist now. I can make life. I can, I can do that too. God saying, go ahead. He said, well, I'm going to take this and this and I'm going to do. He said, no, create your own stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Because God created everything. So when science says they can do it, I'm thankful that they can do a lot of wonderful medical things. I'm thankful for that. Mm-hmm. But the, the still the praise and the honor and the glory goes to the God who gave them the ability to understand to do that. Ex nihilo. Right? And to heal, right? Mm-hmm. Out of nothing. Out of nothing. And if they could just make everything appear that they needed to do to create life without any help, then maybe that they would mm-hmm. be able to say that, but they can't. All right, so now we're in chapter 5. 
Uh, and we're going to talk in chapter four. We talked about the throne. Mm-hmm. Remember the mm-hmm. emerald, and we had trouble with the rainbow being green. Remember, um, and now we're going to talk about a scroll. It's it's called a book, but it's actually a scroll. The word used is a scroll, right? All right, you ready mm-hmm. to dive in? Oh, chapter yeah. five. <laughs> She's ready. I'm ready. Chapter five, verse one. And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne. A book written within and on the back side sealed with seven seals. Yeah. Do you want to go there yet? Or do you want to wait till well, we get done here for a little bit? One thing is you usually don't do that. You usually don't write. Okay, well, this book is a scroll, scroll and mm-hmm. you don't write on the inside and the outside. The only time you would ever do that if there is so much in it that it could not, you can't even hardly contain it. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much information that it won't even fit. So then you're going to write on both sides of the thing. Mm-hmm. And the seven seals part. Listen, we don't know everything. So there's lots of very, 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 very good Christian commentators, pastors, people that have a different idea what this scroll is. And I don't know who's right. And you don't know who's right. right. And the reason we don't know who's right is because there's only one that is worthy to open open the the seal. Mm -hmm. And it ain't me. But but here's the thing. At the time John was writing, and you share... Mm-hmm. Different things, you want to, but at the time John was writing in the Roman Empire, if you wrote your will, like what happens when you die, you sealed it with seven seals, mm-hmm. right? So Jesus isn't dead; Jesus is alive. He died, but he's mm-hmm. alive forevermore. But if you, there's one school of thought that says this scroll, this book, is the will of God, or all God is going to accomplish His will, which is what He ended. Makes sense that it would be that with the way He ended chapter four, mm-hmm. when He says, "I created it, and it's for My pleasure." Mm-hmm. And then in the next, what do we see here? The will of God, mm-hmm. and how He's going to accomplish everything He said He's going to accomplish in the end, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And when when this book is opened, there's a lot of very scary things in here. But I want you to realize that in, unless we read chapter four and we see who's on the throne right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then opening the the will his judgment on the earth for his for sin doesn't make any sense if god's not on the throne mm-hmm. he's not in authority to mm-hmm. judge the earth he mm-hmm. doesn't have the ability to judge sin on the earth but because he's on the throne right and he he's conquered everything and he is worthy then god's will is is you can expect it just like you can expect. So let me add this right here, just as a point of I don't even think I anything mentioned this that he to says you earlier. Word, but, yeah. but back in Daniel, remember he had Daniel see some things, and he said, "Don't put that down there. Don't write that because that's not it's not time for that yet. We can't mm-hmm. share that yet." So there is some thought that that information that Daniel had is kind of what's in this scroll because he was seeing similar visions of similar things. So there's also that, which goes right along with what you're saying. This is the will of God. This but in is chapter 6, he's going to say to him, come and see. But, yep, and he does. Because, because he Jesus can open it. Yes. So what he can see, but what he, he Daniel, shows him. But what Daniel couldn't share. Right. Now, now John is over being, here being yeah. Now, that's a thought. Whether that's the truth yep. or whether that's absolutely 100% what it is, I don't know. We have to just, you know. It is what it is. Right. Well, it is I what it is. I just may not be smart enough to understand what me it too. is. Me too. And the other thing and that I've it heard, says I've is... heard some ministers also say that it's kind of like the title deed to the earth. Like when Adam, when God created Adam and he gave him dominion over the fish and the seas and the world and the stuff, that the authority that Adam had, um, in my words, the government, the ruling, the 
the dominion, of, excuse me, of that, the power of that, he lost when Satan, when he fell, when he, when he ate of the fruit and he sinned, he lost that. And Satan ended up with that, um, which if you think about it, when he tempted Christ, he said, hey, if you bow to me, I'll give you all these kingdoms. I'll give you all this authority. You know, Jesus never said to Satan, you don't have the authority to give it to me. He just answered him back with scripture. No, he claims greater authority. He does. He does. And, and that's that's why I think it's not that. I think it's not that either, but I've heard some really good Because I don't think God ever like. gave over all authority See, to I Satan. Think he did I don't think there was ever a time that he said, okay. Now, he lets mean, him operate no, until wait, judgment comes. I don't comes, think it was all authority as in of the, earth. the earth didn't belong to Satan. The Mm-mm. earth has always been God's and under God's control and under God's reign. But the governments, the 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 way the hearts of people the hearts of people yeah i can see where you might get that and still yet he turns the king's hand like water you know what i mean so like even even at that god did not give over authority so that's true but but yes and no yes it it, it, it belongs to god and that's why i see i think when we read this we but he didn't need to get the title back you know what i mean i don't think so either and when i heard he redeemed us back. i thought well that's odd because i usually agree with pretty much everything Mm -hmm. this guy but i didn't i it just didn't ring right to me either but now he did buy us back with his blood well we sold ourselves and maybe and maybe maybe that is what he said okay hey you know but but when you open the scroll the scroll literally contains, or the part that he shows to John or reveals him, is the judgments that end the world. That are coming to the end. And they're Daniel not pleasant said, things. So I would think if it was talking about our redemption bought back, that wouldn't be what's in the scroll. So when I was thinking right? about Daniel's writings where he wasn't allowed to say that, don't write that down because mm-hmm. that's for later, that's kind of how, I kind of feel like that that may be more right than wrong, but I don't know enough to go into that in a whole lot of detail and try to explain that. Me either, but, I, but let's just read, like, so when we read so it, let's again, read that it is a book. So again, even Only you, one person even, can open it. And even if you read this and you disagree completely. That's okay. Right? It's all right. If you get, if it gets you studying and gets you wondering and thinking, I'm okay with that too. My, my thing is that, my only thing is when you see what's in it, yeah, then you have to take what what, it says. what that reflects to me is that this is something that can't be opened because Nobody's the time worthy. of judgment hasn't been opened. Mm-hmm. And the only one who can actually judge is and has the final authority is the one on the throne. The one that prevails. Right? Yeah. The one who sits on the throne. So the, there's a reason no one else can open it. Mm-hmm. And because John you're not the judge. I'm not the judge. You're not the judge. Thank goodness. We can't figure out what people's mm-hmm. hearts are and what's right. But there is one who sits on the throne mm-hmm. with, that is represented by those seven eyes that and, sees all things as they really and are. And here it is. Because and he's able that. to judge. We're going to see right? that too. So... Written on the backside, sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice. I think it's interesting that he calls this angel a strong angel Mm -hmm. with a loud voice. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it's so descriptive, but I like that. Who And the strong angel says, Who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? Who can tell us what's in here? Who can do this? Mm -hmm. And it says, verse 3, And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. You couldn't even look at it. So, because <laughs> remember, there's right? writing on the outside. We can't even. We can't even do that. We can't even look at the outside of it. And then John it says, and I wept much, being John. I wept much because no man was found worthy to open 
and to read the book, neither to look thereon. Why is he crying? I think this is the. I think. <laughs> I think the next verse. Why are you crying, so John? Sweet, because he says, "And one of the elders." Now, who were the elders? They weren't the angels. They weren't the the creatures. They were redeemed. They were the redeemed. That are not going to receive the that judgment is, of right. God, and they're sitting not around the redeemed. throne. And don't forget above too, the rainbows, and, above the judgment. Right. And don't right. forget, we are already ca- raptured up to heaven. Right. Yeah. We're, the trumpet sounded. We're already. We heard there, a voice like right? a trumpet, and they're sitting around the table. And the elder says, "I I just think that I don't know something about that just hit me." The so, redeemed are about to say so. And they say, <laughs> the right, redeemed right. of the Lord are about to say and so. One of the elder said unto me, Weep not. Don't, Don't cry, cry, John. John. <laughs> <laughs> I have thought of that all day. I, got, Don't I cry. do that sometimes when what, I study Before scripture. you tell me what the elder says. I get stuck on verses, and when it yeah. says, Don't cry, John. Because you know what? Uh-huh. Our God's still in control. Don't he's still got cry, it. He's, he knows what he's doing, and it's okay because we know who's coming. Why is he crying? Before you tell me what he says, why is he crying? Well, why don't you go ahead? Because I'm no, starting you to tell cry me what myself, you think. and I'm getting all why weird. Cry? So, so God just said, "I'm about to show you. Come oh, on up here, gonna, John, yeah, I'm and I'm you. about to show you what's going to come to pass." And John knows what that means because John was there yep, when he John. said, "I'm gonna just like you see me ascend. You're gonna see I'm me gonna, return. You're gonna see me return." Mm-hmm. He knows his kingdom is coming. He knows he's gonna wrap this thing up. John believes the words of mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. He mm-hmm. he's a believer. And he gets this, and God brings him up here to the throne to get, tell him what's about to happen. And then you can't open it. You know, John's like, <laughs> yeah. are you going to come? Are you, are you, not are you going coming? to come back like you said? Yeah, is, you do you not, are you not going to end it? Are you mm-hmm. not going to? Are you going to let Satan have this? Is he is just going to keep doing the things he's doing? Remember, John is on the Isle of Patmos persecuted for preaching the gospel of Christ. His church he, has been persecuted. These seven churches are dying and we have for the witness of Jesus Christ and the testimony. Right? We've got people and the word, all over the place. And John's like, Really? <laughs> And, and haven't you heard that? Now, I'm going right. to say this. John is weeping and com- I think it's frustration. It's not the same I thing. I think it is like, wait. It's not exactly the same thing, yeah. but haven't you heard people say that? Why does God allow this to happen? How this long? The Bible says right? we're going to say, how, how long, long are you Lord? How many Psalms of David are like, how much longer, Lord, yeah. are you yeah. going to let why, this go why on? Why does this keep happening? Why do, right? people, why do good people suffer? Why does, Isn't that the, why the does disease happen? Why does all this stuff happen? What? John's like, seriously? <laughs> yeah. Seriously, John, nobody can tell me? And notice that it doesn't say he just, you know, had a tear. Uh-uh. He weeps much. His heart's broke. His heart's broke. It's absolutely His heart's broken. broke. Because nobody can open that book. No, nobody, nobody has the authority to tell me. We've been raptured. I'm up here and you can't, you can't fix all this? Now, I've heard a minister say, you know... People will say, why did God let that happen? If there was a God, he would have taken care of that. Oh, he's going to take care of it. He's going to take care of it. Right here, he starts taking care of it. All of it. John's Every bit of it. You can almost hear John be like, are we dying for nothing? Yeah. Yeah. Are they suffering for nothing? And I sat with you. Remember, I know you, (laughs) right? No, nobody... Can open it? No, nope. weep not, John. Weep, don't. Cry. <laughs> I swear, weep not, John. Somebody can open the book. <laughs> I want to tell you what. I know that it's silly, and I know when you guys listen to me, you think I'm uh-huh. nuts. I know you do. But I, when I got to the weep not, I, it was like I could just hear this loving voice say to him, "It's okay, it's mercy. It's okay, cause yeah. we got this. He's got it. Yeah. You know, don't cry." And I wonder how many times in my life I have been upset and worried and weeped about stupid things and thought. 
He's still got it because here's the next line, and it's one of my favorites. I have never longed for the Lord's return. Like you do now. Like I do now. Because we know who's coming back with him. I know who's coming with him. Not only that, I look around this world and I say, What's going on now? Yeah. How long? But Come my on, favorite line, one of my favorite lines is right here. It It'll says, And weep. one of the elders said unto me, Weep not. Mm-hmm. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book mm-hmm. and to loose the seven seals thereof. We got one, John. There's one. There's somebody. Yeah, that we can found somebody. This. He can do this. And it's not just <laughs> and anybody. You call him a it's lion, the and he lion, is. the tribe of Judah. It's and the call, root of Jesse. And and he is. And he is. And but he is. then But John turns around. And then and I love that part. Then So this is where we started. We've come full circle in this discussion. Mm-hmm. So he hears the lion's gonna do it. The root's going to... That and that's sense? not wrong. And that makes sense, doesn't it? The lion's that's going to take wrong. care of this. That's what we need, a lion. The Messiah. And the David's, the, you know, the King and, David. And the, the, root, the God, that This is what we thought line. Jesus was. The man Remember? who should be the king. Right? That's what John right? and the, the other disciples thought he was. Nobody else is worthy. Nobody else is strong enough to bear the burden. Nobody else is, is righteous enough to accomplish this deed. And don't but forget that when he was with Jesus, when they yeah. were there, that's what they thought he was going sure. to be. Right? The lion. You were going to take Rome. You were going to get us out of this mess. You can almost see John say... I, I saw you suffer once, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We're not going to do that again, are we? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what the tears are. I watched you go to the cross. Yeah, what, what? And, and that was the victory. But, but you, you but, yeah, what are we doing now? Right? What's, what are you going to be now? And he, and he hears that the lion's doing it. And Can you right. imagine his heart right there? And you hear that the root of Jesse's going to do it. That's right. And but then, then when he turns. Seven, verse 6 says, And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders. All that grandeur. The temp- all that noise that's good noise. All that power. All that rainbow. All those that's pictures green, of all Jesus. Those all those things. And I'm expecting to see a, le- lion, a lion. About time. I've been waiting on this one. Right? right? I'm ready. There stood a lamb. And that's not just, I know I, I shouldn't say that, but the word that's used there isn't like just. Lamb. It's, it's not like, like it's Arnold Schwartz a lamb. <laughs> no. <laughs> it is a delicate. It's a baby lamb. Slain. It's a it has evidence that it's been slain. Mm-hmm. As it lamb. had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. Okay. So he thinks he's going to see a lion. He thinks Turns he's going to see that final defender, that, Je- that powerful Jesus that he knows is coming back. And what he sees is a lamb. That weight. The lamb, the gentle, helpless lamb, has been slain, but he's standing there. Behold the lamb of God who taketh away away the sin of the world. world. You expect the lion, and he is. Oh, he absolutely is a lamb. And you see the lamb because because that's the victory. That's the victory. Without, Without the lamb... Without the sacrifice, without that death on the cross, without that, we don't understand it, Good Friday. Mm-hmm. He didn't have the authority to open the seal. Mm-mm. That was the victory. That was the prevailing. Mm-hmm. That was all power, all might, all glory given unto him mm-hmm. because of obedience to the Father, the Lamb. As it had been slain. I guarantee you that was a next snapping moment. I'm sure it was too. What? <laughs> yeah. 
But the it, one that's worthy is the lamb. Worthy is the lamb yeah. that was slain, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they're going to say. Mm-hmm. This is the victory. We just don't see it because we're human. We think you can't die and not be winning. It was. There's an old Puritan pray, prayer that says, help me remember that the way up is down. Help me remember that the glory is the cross, mm-hmm. right? That mm-hmm. the the victory is, is the, the suffering is it and it says it's he's the god of paradox mm-hmm. he's the god that the greatest victory ever looks like a lamb mm-hmm. a gentle quiet the lion lamb. is the lamb mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true and, and we, when he comes as the lion he's not greater than than he was right there right here he's as great right there as he is when he comes again. Mm-hmm. We say he's coming in all power. He came in all power the first time. Mm-hmm. Yes. He came in all power he just the first time. He, yeah. came, he, he humbled himself, himself and came to die on a cross. That was the victory that overcometh the and world. And it's important to right? see that in is this verse. It. It's really important to get in this verse that it says there stood a lamb. He stood. As it had been slain. Yeah. So it's got Risen. all the markings of death. Right, the, but he's standing. But he's standing. So it's. Yeah. <laughs> but he's standing. Right here, let, before it's Easter. It's Easter, and if we're not careful, we make it sound like the ghost of Jesus rose from the grave. Yeah. The spirit of Jesus walked the earth. The, there was a, an image of the Lord. His body rose from the dead. Yeah. Right. Physical resurrection, conquering him. death. They touched him. He ate. He ate. He was seen of over 500 people more he than He says, once. I'm hungry. You got uh, anything yeah. to eat? Feed he ate something. fish and yeah. honeycomb. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, his body now had new power. Mm-hmm. It, it, unlike, it was able to do... It, so, I know we said this in our Sunday school yeah. lesson, but unlike the people he raised from the dead... Not a ghost. ghost the people him. he raised from the dead weren't ghosts either. No. But they came back in the same body they died with. And died again. And then they had to die again. Lazarus mm-hmm. isn't still here. Lazarus was brought out, mm-hmm. but he's died. Um, the widow of Nain's son didn't died. die that day. He died that day. He was resurrected, but he was quickened back mm-hmm. to life. There's a difference between quickened back to life and being resurrected. Because when he comes out of this grave, he has a new body, right? It walks through walls. It does things, right? He's physically there. It ascends into it heaven. It ascends into heaven. I mean, On its own power. Right. So the really cool part about that is I don't know what kind of body we get, but we get one just like his. Well, and he's going to have a glorified body, which and he showed you in chapter 1. Yes. And he's going to have the body of a king, which we see in chapter 4. And we see it in And in here, mm-hmm. he's all, he is the lamb. What What's hard about Revelation? Maintaining more than one thought at a time. Yes. Because if, if Christ is only one thing... He's, he's not, not God. Mm-hmm. Christ is all of the things he said that he is. All the things that this book contains all at the same time. Mm-hmm. He, he he introduced himself seven different ways he's been to the seven different the churches. Mm-hmm. He introduced himself in yet another way to John at the beginning. Now he's introducing he himself in another way in this chapter. And all those things mm-hmm. are right. Mm-hmm. Every one of them. Mm-hmm. And they're not right sometimes and then he switches. They're right all, all the, the time. time. Mm-hmm. 
And right? that's an amazing Because thing. he's God. And, and that, his ways are higher than your ways and his thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And you know that Revelation says that this is, this is they call it the blessing book. You're blessed if you can read yeah. it. How could you not be to see all these different... But don't be afraid if you're seeing things you're not expecting. Because that's exactly what's happening to John. That's exactly what's John is like, I'm looking for a lion and I'm looking at a lamb. Uh, that right? has and been slain already, but standing here. Yes. Right? And he's seeing all this. With seven horns, meaning With having all power, power, and seven eyes. He sees it. He knows it all. He knows and sees it mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. So this 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 is not a lamb without power. This is a lamb with all power. But it's a lamb, so you wouldn't it's expect not a, a lamb, lamb to have power. But, but he does. does. <laughs> but he does. On the cross, he had the ability to snap this universe out of existence. He willingly, he uses unlike any of us could do, allowed it to happen. What does it say about using the weak things of the world to confound the... And it, isn't it confounding? Isn't it? It is confounding. Mm -hmm. That's, it just absolutely To confound is. the wise. Mm -hmm. right? And it's in verse 7. And he came. Who came? That slain lamb. lamb. That lamb who was slain but is still up walking around. Mm -hmm. Came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, what happens? I love this. When he does things, things happen. Well, the, these guys, you just, the they four can't stop living it. creatures, <laughs> the four and twenty elders, fell the gospel down, and the redeemed, fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. They all, they worship the Lamb. Worthy is, is the, the lamb, lamb that, that was, was slain. slain. And I want you, I guess I think we should notice, and we probably should say, and I know it will offend a few people, but the golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. Who's the saints? Saint Augustine? Mm, maybe. Saint, I don't know about the saints saint, that way. I don't even know any saints. <laughs> but I do, but because I, I really do, because I go to church with a bunch of saints. Saints are the redeemed of the Lord. That's right. You That's know what? what? Called, saints. It, it, you're, there's a quote from Spurgeon in the notes that we were doing. I said, I can't quote it. I should have highlighted it so I could tell you exactly what he said. But basically what he says is, you guys with the pointy hats and the long robes, move. I'm because I'm, I'm just as much a saint as you are, and I'm coming. Mm -hmm. And I'm coming to fall on my face before the King of kings and the Lord of lords and say, worthy is the lamb that was slain. Period. And I'll do it right there with you. I won't. I mean, there's enough room for all of us. Mm -hmm. But but you're, there's not a special kind of saints' prayers being offered. Mm -hmm. These are the prayers of God's people. Mm -hmm. and, it, and I believe, take it or leave it, this is the prayer that always works. This is the prayer that says, thy will be done. Nope. Thy kingdom come, because that's On who they're offering it to. As it is in heaven. And what's the Bible say? It's precious to mm -hmm. him. Like these are, this is a precious thing. Mm -hmm. It's, it's in the a, prayers of his it's people. It's in a golden vial. It's, it's been saved. And then the other one, in the other one, remember, we had golden mm -hmm. bowls. This is serious stuff. How it's we holy. pray, how we, it's holy. what we say, do we give God the credit he's given. You know. Go back to the thief on, thief on the cross. Just slow down and, and, and stay calm with me. I get excited and I go faster, faster. But the, Am I doing the that? Other, I don't mean to do no, that No, but the other thief says, if you're God, get us out of here. Get yourself down and get me down too. Mm -hmm. Right? That's the prayer. This guy's praying the kingdom. Mm-hmm. When you come into when your, you come come into your, your kingdom. kingdom. You know what that is? That's faith. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. That's faith. You are Lord. And I am How not. often are we the other thief? Even as redeemed, mm -hmm. born-again mm -hmm. people, 
And our prayer is, Lord, can't you do something about this? Fix this. Get me out of this trouble. Can't Not you that me? you can't go to God for everything. But you, you can. Should. You should but be the able to thought go is, if you're really God, won't you fix this? And and have you ever been guilty of being frustrated with God because He didn't do what you asked? Well, it don't work for me. Mm-hmm. Praying doesn't work for he me because when I pray, He didn't answer my prayer. You're that thief. Mm-hmm. You're that criminal. The on the other side says, "Prove to me your God by doing what I ask." This other one says, "You've proven to me your God, your Lord." When you come into your kingdom, that's remember faith. me. That's faith, right? right. Because not that's only did Messiah I call, language. Not, did I, right? not only did I that call you that. Lord, I recognize that you're going to come into you your kingdom. You are the Son of God. And when you come into your kingdom, remember, to, remember me. me. That's a big. It, that's a. It, big that is sentence. a different prayer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Praying to God. I, don't, I am hurting and I don't understand that I'm mad and I'm broken and you didn't answer my prayers the way. Praying to God but saying, you are God and your will be done and mm-hmm. I trust you. Mm-hmm. That's the prayer that gets answered every single time. And that And where the glory of God shows up and does amazing and things. sometimes that's the hardest prayer. I think it's always the hardest prayer. Because we always think... And what kind of God would he be if he just answered everything like we told him to? We don't, his ways are, you've already quoted that. His ways are higher. He uses the wisdom of man to confound the wise. But we we do this, Mm -hmm. don't we? How would you, I wouldn't want him to answer everything the way I tell him to. I I think I do. But but, but the truth is, the truth is, that's not me serving him as God. That is him serving me and I'm the God. Mm -hmm. That's me saying, God, do what I say. Please. And if you don't do what I say, well, I'm not going to believe God. you. Mm-hmm. And there must not be anything to you. And you must not be able to. Because and your your arm's too short. Right? What's he say to Isaiah? Your arm's too short. You can't yeah, help my us. Arm's not too and, short. and your eye, your eyesight's too dim. You can't see what's going on. That's that guy's prayer. Mm-hmm. Let's run away as fast and hard as we can from that guy's prayer. And let's run to this in guy's this, prayer. In that instance, if we were going to be like the other thief, the one who didn't recognize God, we should just cut down a tree and make a God, right? Because that's what... We want a God to serve us. To do what we say. That is exactly what he's praying, and it won't work. It doesn't ever God, work. I'll trust you and believe you if you do. Don't work that way. Lord... He when came you come and into your took kingdom. the book out of the right hand of him that sat on the throne. And when he had taken the, be- the book, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps. Oh, harps. I looked it up because, like my father, I hate harp music. <laughs> I'm like, are these really harps? Is everybody playing a harp in heaven? They're guitars. They're, They're guitars. zithers. <laughs> it's actually named. They're stringed instruments. I'm like, I need a little guitar. Can you imagine that? <laughs> I need some electric guitar can you, in heaven. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I, so I, <laughs> harps are okay. I'm so going when, to heaven even if there's harps. I'm just so saying. So when I was in school, I was in the band, and there was nothing more fun than getting the band together and going out and doing your thing, right? Mm-hmm. It was something I truly enjoyed. And anybody who I mean, there's a, a harp the is a piano. Uh-huh. There's, there's some the rock chords, and piano. Right. <laughs> right? right? But I like harps. that they're zithers is the actual word. <laughs> they're guitars. And this is where people get the idea that when you get to heaven, all you do is sit there with a harp and play music and be bored to death. I if you if you're not used to worship, yeah, heaven's going to be a big adjustment for you. Yeah. If, you're, if you're not if you're not used to praising him with instruments of ten strings, like David mm-hmm. said, and praising him cymbals loudly on loudly. the high cymbals, mm-hmm. and if you're not, you, you get really uncomfortable when people raise their hands. It's going to be an adjustment for you. It is. And not only that, every five seconds they fall flat on their face and say, "Worthy <laughs> is the Lamb who was slain," and they they're in the spirit. 
all the time because the, the because God is with is, them. Right? He's their God. Mm-hmm. They're praising God. And there's none of that. Here's what, and I'm not making fun of you if that makes you uncomfortable. I'll tell you what makes you uncomfortable about worship is we're so insecure. What's somebody going to think if they see me do that? What if I do it stupidly? What if I do it wrong? What if I mess up? See, remember the jokes. What if I... Remember the jokes And right people, now. even church people the, comedian, the comedians who will say, if you raise your hand this I way... I don't like that. I don't like it either. I don't like that either because, again, you've made people one more level of insecure about yeah. praising God. Yeah. So when I see things like that, I don't repost that. I don't, I don't, I don't like either. that. I don't either. D- please stop that because people are already sitting there thinking... Their heart's about to burst. They and love they the Lord so much, something. and they would love to worship Him, but they're already so self-conscious they won't because they don't want to do it wrong. And yes, I know that's pride, and yes, I know that's wrong, and mm-hmm. yes. But I'm like, why don't we just praise Him? Praise him? Praise and him. and if, if the person beside you doesn't like it, you are literally helping them get ready for heaven. Mm-hmm. You're helping them get ready for it, just to I mean, praise the Remember Lord. how Rick used to talk about if there's going to be shouting in heaven, right? There's going to be moving around. Kenneth McKibben, I always think of him moving around when he get excited about something. He couldn't sit still. He couldn't stand still. I've never still. been offended by somebody's worship. Have you? No, not worship, no. Now, pretend worship sometimes maybe. Well, that's the you show. But, yeah, but but if it's But true, if, it, but if, if it's, it's the true, him show, I'm in it. And I remember, and I'm going to say this because people who know us know this, until just a few years back, I would joke, well, I can't raise my hand. I can't raise my hand in church. What are you talking about? Raising your hand. Really? You can't raise your hand to God and say... You might raise your hand wrong. <laughs> well, you can't. You can't raise your hand wrong. She's got more hang-ups than the phone company. But I, I'm telling you. <laughs> I do. You can raise your hand but anytime you, you want to. Guess what? This will blow your mind. You can raise your hand at home. You absolutely can. I've done that. <laughs> and you car. can raise your hand at church. In and you can car. raise your hand in Walmart. Mm-hmm. You and can. people will think you're crazy. But again, you're really? desensitizing them to what they're going to experience in heaven because praising God is a big thing there. <laughs> it, it's a constant. What Those those creatures never stop. I had more, more than a... Uh, <laughs> Mark Coleman said Rick's playing bass. I bet he is. <laughs> you know what? He's going to be playing bass. What was it he told Ronnie Lindley? He could play He can play the banjo, banjo when he gets yeah. there, and I have no doubt that he will. <laughs> I think there's going to be all kinds of music. Mark and I have some interesting conversations about music and preferences and things we like, things we don't like, and it's all good. It's but all you know fine. What? It's not but going I think to be it's all good. It's not gonna be so boring that you're gonna wish no. you weren't there. At the same time, just like we were talking about the other day, I think every song's gonna have his name in it. And that's what it's And I think that. I think every song's gonna have Worthy is the Lamb. I think mm-hmm. every it, it's all gonna be good because it's all gonna be with the sin we left behind gone. It's all gonna be and good because the, the insecurity we left behind is, is gone. gone. And the pride that puffs us up is gone. And, and people are just gonna him. praise him. Right. And you see face him. to face. And you and you can't I mean these elders this redeemed and the and the gospel they're they're falling down, throwing their people crowns, said again happy. not not to bring back up communion the communion service, but and I know what they mean. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. Please understand, I'm not criticizing anybody who wasn't there. What I'm trying to tell you is I wish we could all, me first, get over the idea that I'm not worthy to come. It's not about your worthiness. It has nothing to do with you, except that you accept The him. lamb's worthy. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep, yep. We don't do this to show our worth. We, we do this worth. to show his worth. Anything... Richie asked Adam the other day because we had we just had a moment at home and he's really really good with my kids to show them things, mm-hmm. and he said, "Hey Adam," because Adam had got upset about something like we all do. Mm-hmm. He said, 
How much righteousness do you have? <laughs> None. <laughs> <laughs> he said exactly. So stop worrying mm-hmm. about being wrong. Stop worrying about all the things that we think that if we're not perfect and somebody sees through our armor, we got to get defensive and angry and mean. He said all our righteousness belongs to Christ. All our worthiness. There, what's the song that says... Uh, that we sing in church all the time, we, and it says, I'm not the only righteousness I have, nothing but the blood of Jesus, mm-hmm. right? I don't have any. It's all, have I any. do have it, but it's all His. It's, yes, right. And that's the crown we throw at His feet. And that's the crown we say, I just, you can't. Thank you, you for and, that. And, and it's you know, yours. And it's just like you said um, in the Easter lesson. It's so hard to explain that. It's hard to explain what I'm feeling right now to even tell you. But what's my neighbor going to say if I show up and I'm not and I'm not ready to do my part? Your part's been done on Calvary, right? Come on. If you'd stop. If you're waiting to not, you cannot go come tomorrow because you don't didn't get an Easter dress. Stop it. Yeah, what's that got to if do? If you're with not that? going to come tomorrow because there's going to be a big crowd and and I'm not stop it. It's about the lamb. Mm-hmm. It's about the lamb. And come worthy is the lamb. And come. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and verse 9, don't forget, now that we've got harps and all that kind of stuff, music, and they, say, and they sung a new song saying, ready? Thou art worthy to take the book. I like this song. To open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and has redeemed us to God by thy blood. How? Who? Only certain people, right? It says, Take this, Calvinist. Every kindred and tongue and people and nations. Every. For whosoever will. Mm-hmm. That's He's Matt, redeemed them. That's my Matt Smith. Quote. Why? You can't extend the judgment if you haven't extended the grace and mercy. Mm-hmm. For every person has had the opportunity mm-hmm. to either accept him mm-hmm. or reject him. Mm-hmm. Now, worthy is the lamb to open the seals. If mm-hmm. you've rejected him, now you're going to get the consequences of that mm-hmm. decision. And that's what's coming And you're next. not going to like it. No. Like, no. as much as excited as we get that God is the only one worthy to open the seal, I have to keep reminding you that the seal does not contain good things for people that are under the, the curse and, mm-hmm. are, and have not accepted mm-hmm. Jesus Christ as their Savior. That scroll holds terrifying things. Mm-hmm. Because he is worthy then to give you the consequences of your decision, to give you the judgment that's going to fall on this earth. You're either mm-hmm. in that group of people casting crowns. Mm-hmm. Or you're not. Or you are going to find out what happens mm-hmm. when judgment is released by the only one who's worthy mm-hmm. to do it. Now, people will say, you know, in, when God judges the earth and the Antichrist and all these things, that... That's God is allowing that to happen. Mm-hmm. God is the only one worthy is, to allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. Those are enemies to God. Those are just, but those they're are only just fulfilling, mm-hmm. whether they like it or not, the will of God. Mm-hmm. Every vile thing they are allowed to do. Right here, it. This so is hard to understand. The lamb for did me it. Too. The lamb did it. But the lion and the root of Jesse and is it goes, coming back with, with this. And the, it goes back to what you said Satan only thinks he's in control. He's not. When Satan is in operation during this time, he's already said, I wrote the book, mm-hmm. the and I'm allowing it. Mm-hmm. This is my scroll. Mm-hmm. And I'm the one You're going to fulfill it. your purpose, and when you're done, you and everybody you deceived are going to be gone. Mm-hmm. 
You're going to you're going to receive the judgment of God. So it, it it's it's just like human beings do the same thing. We think we're in control. We and not. he's already wrote the end of the story. And he's showing us what he's the end the of the story is. He's the God who sits on the throne. And he's revealing himself to show you that. Right. Right? It's like um, Please think, understand God's Matt not surprised that. by what happens. No, he knows what's going to happen. On the earth. But Matt he wrote says, the story. Matt says that a lot. He, I read the end of, I read the back of the book. I know what the ending is. That's hard for us to understand in an age of grace book. when we talk about a loving God to understand that these that God is going to allow it to happen. He's going to allow allow evil to reign mm-hmm. to accomplish his righteous and, and holy and, and perfect what, will. And what's really interesting about this is as the longer we go into this, and it'll take us a while. We're only on chapter five, and we're, we we still have some of the praises. We'll probably left be here about end. thirty-two years. <laughs> I might die before we get done. But but the things that you see taking place now that are so frustrating are simply setting up the world for what the vials and for the, the judgment and the of the seals lamb. say. And as you read it, he's you allowed go, wow. to do what he wants. With and it. there were things that I read when I first started as a Christian that I couldn't even imagine. That now when I read it, I go well, that makes sense. That's what we're doing now with. Different it's things. the same feeling I had when we went through Isaiah because God is allowing these nations to do it, but he's going to judge these nations for doing it. For doing it. Mm-hmm. He, they are the enemy to God and they will be judged, but he's still using them to accomplish his purpose. You know why? Because he's sovereign. He's God. He rules heaven and earth. He rules all that is and he made it all and he'll have his pleasure in it. He'll do so what he would like to do Tomorrow is Easter and we so, are out of time. So I'm going to start us at verse 10. Maybe we'll come back and start with all the praise because it's hard to start yeah. in the middle of praise. But Sorry. Um, as an older Christian, what I think of today is pride gets in our way. We get in this so long that we miss the little points that make this um, personal and emotional. And we don't want to be too emotional in church, but you know what? Look what he's done for us. Look, how, weep not, John. Don't cry. We, he's still in control. He still knows what he's doing. He's the one that can take care of this. That has banged at my heart door all day today just stop I still got this you're still in good hands it's okay we got, I got you and I have to trust that I have to believe that I have to know that I shouldn't be afraid to worship him and praise him for what he's done you know the lamb slain from the foundation of the world the reason I get to go to heaven isn't because I'm great it's because he is and all the things that he's done he's worthy so when you talk to someone who isn't so as an older Christian please recheck and guard your heart your heart can get out of whack you can get to the place where somehow you forget that you don't deserve this and that you um, he he's given you his word his it, his yeah, his righteousness not uh-huh. mine and it's you know some of the things that you're asked to do might be um, hard to do but be obedient and get get rid of the pride that prevents you from just simply praising God just plain old that just get rid of that now to someone who hasn't been a Christian or is just now you know looking in Easter is a perfect time to come to church. To get to know who God is. Say, I think what hold I've just been really burdened for what holds us back from Him. Mm-hmm. That's why I started with the thief on the cross. That's why I started with the story about the foot washing. That what things that we think wrongly that hold us back from the Lord, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and just like you were talking about, I think even as a young believer, right, you will think. I'm all, you know, I love the Lord. He died for me. I'm going to go out and do all these good things for the Lord. And then you quickly find out that when you try to do those things in your own power, which is called the flesh, Mm -hmm. 
you utterly and miserably fail. Mm -hmm. And, and, and you and you get and you get discouraged because you've asked repentance for the same thing for the five hundredth time mm -hmm. because you're trying to do it in your own power, mm -hmm. and the secret to the whole thing is you can't because only what God is able to do through you are you able to accomplish. So relax mm -hmm. and trust that God is able to finish what He started. Mm -hmm. He saved you for a purpose. He saved you unto good works. But you don't have to do those good works in your power. You do them in His power. And I think the only way to stay there is to when sin comes up, to quickly and rapidly ask forgiveness mm -hmm. and move on. Mm -hmm. You know, when you ask a human being to forgive you, a lot of times the answer you get back is you're not really sorry. Mm-hmm. They want you to suffer a little while first, the righteous amount of suffering, and then, and then I'll forgive you and be your friend. But you should have to be punished. You should have to be. First John says, when you confess your sin, he is faithful and just, just to forgive your sin, which means faithful means he's going to do it every time. And just means he's going to do the right thing by it. In other words, it's on the cross. Mm -hmm. Right? Which is where it so what we don't do is we don't repent because we think we got to fix it. And then we try to do, we try to work more of our Christian life in our own power and we try mm -hmm. to fix it and we get farther and farther and more and more discouraged from where mm -hmm. we're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Repent quickly. Let it go. Know the blood has the power. Worthy is the lamb. And that if we do it in his power and confessing that I can't do it, you got to do it through me. Mm -hmm. He will. Stay humble. He will. Mm -hmm. And when he does it, it's going to be so much better how, than what you can do in the we, way you did it. how do we know he will? Because he said he's done, he would. And, he, and, and he he's done he it before. And he'll do yep. it again. Yep, 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 yep. Right? So as we end, and I'm sorry we went over just a little bit, I hope everybody has a happy Easter. If you don't have a church to go to, come visit us. We'd love to have you here. Um, we have a sunrise service at 7, and we're going to have um, breakfast afterwards, which is always great, and Sunday school after that. So... Keep your Bibles open about already. There's a lot There's a lot at stake here. We need to know what the Word of God says so we can be prepared. Thanks.